Hello and good evening. This is another episode of the Evening Almanac with Jamie Jackson. So, this insulated Britain thing. So, it used to be the guys, what were they called? Extinction Rebellion, who protested and blocked roads and stuff. And now, this insulate Britain offshoot group, which is purely focused on whether or not you've lagged your loft, is blocking the roads everywhere and people are it's just footage of people dragging them off the roads and like bumping them with their cars and it, it right on the surface level not even on the surface level on on most levels I'm like these people are fucking dickheads I know they think they're doing the right thing but what are they really doing they're pissing off ordinary people but then a small part of me where I, that I don't even want to think about maybe considers what they're doing right. I think the the whole thing about, oh, you've got to insulate your lofts, I'll oh, fuck off. I think that's a bit shit. But on a, on a, on a, I know there's a point there, but on a bigger scale, if this was, essentially what I'm trying to say is disruptive protest whilst illegal, I can get it, right? Fight the machine and all that, I do understand it. But... 80% of me just thinks, you fucking pricks get out of the road. And then you see, I rate lorry drivers like lobbing them onto the pavement and stuff. And I think to myself, well, fair enough. There's something about being British where we don't part up with that shit. There's, it's, very, it's a very British thing. And it's one of the reasons why fascism never took hold in Britain. And apparently I was reading something about COVID and what it said is... We are very compliant in terms of suggesting we're going to stick to lockdowns and so forth. And people go, yeah, I approve of lockdown and yeah, we'll do it. But ultimately, when it comes to practice, we're really non-compliant, like like one of the most non-compliant countries. And that's because we are British and that's what we do. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're basically like, ah, go fuck yourself. It's It's a very British thing to not let anyone get above their station, tell you what to do. And it's like, it was it Oswald Mosley who tried to form the Black Shirts and he had that party, I can't remember what his political party was called, New New Britain or something, I can't remember. And everyone was just like, fuck off, mate. It's like the, the Cable Street riots. Uh, apparently, uh, that was when the Black Shirts had a big fight with uh, protesters about it because everyone turned up to be like, who the fuck is this dickhead thinking he's this Hitler style character and apparently when he did a, a kind of Zig Heil thing with his arm so someone in the crowd says yes you can go to the toilet that is if he was asking permission it, it just fantastically British and if you I've got a video online called I painted over a swastika because I did because fuck all that shit and it, it was near my house and I just painted over it no one else going to paint over it so I thought and it annoyed me every time I saw it. So I just thought, I'll paint over it. And at the end of that video, I posted some footage of, I think it was not Cable Street, but Trafalgar Square, when one of Oswald, Oswald Mosley's demonstrations ended up in a big ruck. And it's just so funny. It's just, like British people, I get it. We're very stiff upper lipped and polite in some ways and very kind of passive in 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 ways as well and not particularly expressive but one thing we would always do is just flick the v's fuck off 
Fuck off. Who do you think you fucking are, you big twat? We don't let anyone get above their station. There is no way we would have a fascist leader in this country ever. Because everyone would just be like, what a load of wanky bollocks. Go fuck yourself. And that's a great thing about being British. This kind of continuous cynicism and level of I'm not going to accept your bullshit. And that's one of the things I love about this country. The only other thing to say, really, is... What's the dogs barking about? What is the dog barking about? Now they're both barking. Bloody hell. One leading the other. Can you hear this? Interrupting the pod. Barking dogs. Our first dog never barked at all. Now he's barking because the other one's barking. Um, so I had that interview today and it was only first round interview. It was on Zoom. It went well, I, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that I'll get invited to a second interview. I almost always pass first interview. So if I don't pass this, I'll be surprised. I've got a good first impression. It's just I've, I've bombed on so many second interviews. You wouldn't believe it. Like more than I can count. Well, I've like lost track of how many times I've had a second interview and it and it's gone the way of the pair. But we'll see. I didn't want it that much. I was really in two minds because my attitude towards corporate work, obviously I've been trying to escape that for two years. And so to come crawling back feels a little bit like, oh, do I really want this? And then when I did that extras work with Hugh Jackman, name dropping, love a humble brag, and I had to wear a suit and I was in an office, I was like, oh, God, this makes me feel blur. Uh, and then just putting on a suit today for the Zoom meeting made me feel a bit, oh, I don't know whether I like this. And then, yeah, so weird sitting in the house wearing a suit in your, in your, in your living room. Um, but they when they described the job to me and I chatted to the people and everything, I was like, oh, hang on a minute, I'm, I could do this and be good at it and it's right up my street. It's really up my street. And so now I want it. And the moment they've got something you want is the moment they've got you. So suddenly I'm like, I would like to get this job. Because there is so many people I work with at, at Hermes and when I was doing the Chinese food delivery and these kind of environments. Pe- people who are poor and they don't have the earning capacity that I have. And it made me suddenly feel ungrateful I was like, I could be, I mean, I was unhappy in offices, but I could be earning more, way more than I am. And maybe as a father and a family man and a husband, and just just, just in general, it's my duty to fucking at least capitalise on that. Because other people would bite their own hand off for that that kind of money. I'm not bigging myself up here. I'm, a, I'm from a working class family and, and obviously I'm doing menial pay labour jobs at the moment as well as doing some creative stuff on the side so I know it I mean you know but I don't want this misplaced sense of working class hero to stop me from getting a getting a a decent job I just wanted to show people you can you you don't have to work in a corporate office but maybe you do I don't know money is freedom in it money is freedom that's one of the things about it it's choices it's um it's liberating to have money because I can tell you something now. Money might not make you happy, but poverty does make you miserable. And it's a stress. Anyway, this is a podcast of two halves. First was flick the LVs to the establishment. And the second half was ask the establishment for a job. 
See you on the next pod.